She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky, and we're so glad to have Carolyn Dean, MD, on the program. We're going to be talking all about magnesium, how it affects your bones, which you've probably heard, but what about how it affects your heart? Dr. Dean, welcome to Naturally Savvy. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Good to be here with you, not Andrea, today. Yes, go ahead. I'll speed talk my way through the heart because there's so much to tell you. <laughs> well, go All for All right, it. so tell us. Yeah, tell us. We'd love to know. I mean, we love magnesium, so we'd love to know, you know, why it's great and why we should be taking it. Yes, magnesium is necessary for the function of 700 to 800 different enzyme systems in the body. So it works you over from head to toe. When it comes to the heart, uh, the heart has the highest amount of magnesium in the whole body. Mm -hmm. So that that tells you something right there. Mm -hmm. Magnesium relaxes muscles. Calcium tightens muscles. You need both. You need the the muscle to tighten up and perform the function. Then you need it to go to rest. And if you don't have enough magnesium, then that muscle won't go to rest. And in, in our society, especially with women, we're being told to take more and more magnesium, I'm sorry, more and more calcium, supposedly for our bones. And when we forget to do the magnesium, the calcium tightens us up and doesn't relax us. When it comes to the heart, if you don't have enough magnesium, the heart gets tight. It actually can cause, you know, angina-type pain, but... What I see most happening right now in in women and men is atrial fibrillation. It's heart arrhythmias, where the muscle of the heart is tense around the natural pacemakers of the heart, and it it sets them off into spasms, which then are interpreted as arrhythmias. And I've had a lot of experience now working with people getting their magnesium levels elevated so that their hearts calm down. So I tell people, you don't have a heart problem, you have a magnesium problem. Deficiency, really? That's so interesting. So now, you know, obviously when it comes to people who, you know, who need it, who have some type of heart issue, is there, do they have to take more magnesium than somebody who's taking it, let's say, for prevention? It could be so because um, we don't have good measurements for magnesium levels in the body. So we really don't know um, kind of the individuality of magnesium requirements in a person. I'm not a big person, but I need a lot of magnesium. And if I don't get it, then I'll get heart palpitations and really bad leg cramps, the Charlie horses. So it's, it's very, you know, as I said, it's very individualized. And the serum magnesium test that doctors mostly do, it just measures 1% of the magnesium in the whole body. So it's not giving an accurate assessment. Uh, the magnesium RBC test is better if people want to assess. And there are research tests for ionized magnesium that's the, the perfect test, but they're not available. So we're in a real dilemma with magnesium deficiency diagnosis because uh, doctors aren't using the right test. So um, in my book, I have a book, Magnesium Miracle. I talk about the 100 factors that can make you susceptible to magnesium deficiency. So I tell people to 
to look at the, the possibility that they're magnesium deficient, start doing Epsom salt bath or, or take your natural calm and, and prove it to yourself as a one-person experiment that, oh, well, maybe my insomnia, my muscle cramps, my migraine headaches, my heartburn, my colitis spasms, maybe all these things could be related to magnesium deficiency, and they very well could. You know, I know that when I'm deficient in magnesium, I get eye twitches. So I know right away, yeah. I'm like, ah, all right, there it goes. I need more magnesium because my eyes have this crazy twitch in it. Yes, that's exactly a magnesium deficiency. And and we'll get kids who have what they call these ticks and tremors and twitches. And all of a sudden, they're being diagnosed with ADHD and all kinds of things or in adults, uh, different nervous uh, system symptoms or neurological symptoms, they're being given very strong drugs. And in my clinical experience, all of these symptoms can be alleviated with magnesium. So what would be the top, let's say, five symptoms? We talked about, you know, you getting a Charlie horse. We talked about me getting an eye twitch. What would be the top five? So for people who are listening, you're saying there aren't good blood tests that they could take. What would you say that five top, ten, ten, five, ten, three, whatever it is you want to give us that people can look for today to say, wait a second. I mean, I'm sure we all need more magnesium. Mm-hmm. Like you said, most of us are deficient. But what, we, what could we be looking for to say, oh, okay, you know what? I do need it. And how much should we be taking? And I think that's an important thing, too, for people who are listening. Right. Acid reflux, adrenal fatigue, angina, anxiety, atrial fibrillation, high blood pressure, cholesterol elevation, constipation, depression, diabetes, type 2, fibromyalgia, headaches, heart attacks, IBS, inflammation, insomnia, kidney stones, migraines, muscle spasms, nerve twitches, PMS, seizures. Wow. Now that is way more than yeah. I asked for. And that was awesome. <laughs> wow. So but that's great because, and scary well, it's great because, well, it's also shows you, but it's in a way, it's a great thing because we could do something that's about true. it. Right. Dr. Dean, like to me, that's oh, like, wow. Okay. I could do something about this. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's my message. And, you know, I'll get these young athletes, you know, professional athletes making their $20 million for their five-year contract. And they're, they're suffering atrial fibrillation and muscle cramps, you know, taking them out of the game. And nobody is telling them about magnesium. And, uh, you know, what they do, and uh, you ask for dosage, I tell them, start soaking in Epsom salt instead of the ice baths. And with the magnesium, we're, we're focused on natural calm, which you know, was the first magnesium I learned about. And what you do with that to, to get therapeutic levels, you sip it through the day. Uh, what happens with most magnesiums is they, they cause a laxative effect. When you kind of get your cells saturated and you have a little more, more than you need at that moment, then the, the rest will go out through the intestines and cause a laxative effect. And some people, that's great, you know, 60% of the mm-hmm. population is constipated for Pete's sake. Yeah. So they appreciate that effect, but then you're not getting enough magnesium into your cells to protect your heart and, you know, treat you for all your other symptoms that we just talked about. So, you know, you'll get your day's dosage, put it in a liter bottle of water, shake it up and sip it through the day. 
All right. So that's such great advice because I would think most people would just be like, okay, I'm just going to down this. I mean, that's like my mm-hmm. husband does with like psyllium husk or things. It's <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. although what's nice is you don't want to down the natural vitality because it tastes super yummy. So, you know, it's a different mm-hmm. thing, but some people are like, pound it down. <laughs> pound it down. You don't want to do that. Yes. And then they, you know, they complain about the laxative effect, but you want it to get into your cells. So you sip it through the day and, and that's going to do you so much better than than having a, you know, short release of symptoms and then the laxative effect, and then you turn away from the product. Yep. No, which makes a lot of sense. So can you drink natural calm cold or hot? Like, how are you supposed to drink it for those who are... Either way, you know, it's it's up to the individual. I mean, personally, I don't have time to heat up water, <laughs> so I'll just use room <laughs> temperature water. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. we're 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 just so sped up, and that's why we need our magnesium. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> no, so so you could do, so basically you could do either or. So it has the same, I guess, efficiency is what uh, what I'm looking for. That it's not going to, you know, it'll still work the same way whether it's hot or cold water. It doesn't matter. Yes. It just has to dissolve in water. Okay, perfect. That's great advice. All right. Well, Dr. Dean, thank you so much for being on our show. We're under, unfortunately out of time today, but you can learn more about Dr. Dean at her website at drcarolindean.com. You can also follow her on Twitter at Natural Vitality. I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening. 